Hi, and welcome to Healing Quest. I'm Judy Brooks. And I'm Roy Walkenhorst. Our focus here on Healing Quest is integrative health, including mind-body medicine, and how it can help us all achieve optimum well-being. Thanks for joining us here uh, here on this fine Sunday. Hope you've had a good week, and welcome to Life Without Daylight Saving Time. <laughs> how about that? 5 p.m. sunset? Now that, you know, now thinking, that we're back on standard time, I don't like I don't like standard time. I like daylight saving time. Somebody takes a late lunch. By the time they're done with late lunch, it feels like uh, the day's over. It's a, <laughs> It's a very weird transition we're making here because the shorter, darker days cause many of us to experience something called seasonal affective disorder or SAD. So if you find yourself having trouble staying awake during the day, you're not alone. That's for sure. Well, the extra darkness is increasing production of melatonin, which regulates sleep. So as days shorten, melatonin increases, leading to sleepy and lethargic feelings. Hmm, well, that's something to look forward to. I know. Can't wait for that to happen. One remedy now. There, there is a, a couple of solutions. One is to spend 30 minutes every morning in front of a light box. That's something that filters out the UV rays and, and bathe you in bright fluorescent light. And good news. Sad goes away in the spring when the days get longer again. Uh, I, I am one of those people that does experience that sad. So I remember when we moved to San Francisco. Oh, yeah. I couldn't understand what was happening to me, but we were where it was foggy. And I mean, it, I, it, it really got to me. And by the way, the National Institute of Mental Health says sad is diagnosed four times more often in women than in men. That doesn't surprise me for some reason. And that young adults have a higher risk of sad than older adults. Now, if you're wondering about upping your intake of vitamin D as a way to deal with SAD, well, the results are mixed there. Some studies suggest that boosting vitamin D may be as effective as light therapy in dealing mm. with SAD. Other studies say not so much. So I think it's kind of a flip of the coin. But it is something you, you could try if you really want to think about a natural way to deal with it. Right. And and uh, vitamin D, I think most of us are, are deficient in yeah. vitamin D, so it doesn't hurt to take a right. supplement. And I think as we heard the good good Dr. Godby say, that instead of maybe just taking 30, uh, 30 milligrams of vitamin D, you might want to take 50. Mm-hmm. So there you go. So uh, we're going to talk to one of our... Wait a minute. I just want to say, I guess this is good news. At least we know how long this is going to last. Daylight saving time comes back Sunday, March 11th of next year. So uh, four months. It'll be be here before we know it. Four months is nothing. That's right. (laughs) Well, in our show today, we're going to shed some light on a near-death experience with author and trauma expert Joyce Michael Flynn. We're going to talk to one of our favorite people, naturopathic physician Dennis Godby, about vitality and flourishing and living the good life. I like that. Mm -hmm. And we're also going to find out how to use gratitude and appreciation to make that good life even better. But first, we have some natural health updates for you, starting with some titillating news about keeping your brain healthy. Well, researchers at Oxford and Coventry Universities in England say frequent sex can boost brain power in adults over 50. They found that people who engage in weekly sexual activity scored higher on verbal and visual tests. (laughs) That's yeah, well, That's the first good news. The first <laughs> test measured verbal fluency, which was, for example, naming as many animals as possible in 60 seconds. The second determined visual and spatial ability, like copying a complex design. The study expanded on previous research, which found that frequent sex boosted scores on cognitive tests for those over 50. The new results were published in the Journal of Gerontology. So, so we're talking about big good news here. There you go. That's all I'm going to say. Okay, second, we have a warning about a bone health tsunami that could be coming to many parts of the world. A review by experts at Brown University shows that global calcium consumption is dangerously low in many parts of the world, including Asia, Africa, and South America. 
Now, the average daily recommended allowance is about 1,000 milligrams a day. The Brown analysis shows that only Americans and Europeans are getting that much. Um, Asia had the lowest average intake and often less than 400 milligrams a day. So that low intake puts millions of people at risk for bone fractures and osteoporosis. The study's author says he wants his report to serve as a reminder to Americans to make sure they continue to get enough calcium to keep their bones healthy. Next, we have details on a study that could change the way you exercise. The research was conducted by the American Osteopathic Association. In the study, one group spent 30 minutes once a week exercising together in a core strengthening program. The other group exercised individually and did whatever they wanted. Hmm. At the end of 12 weeks, everyone was measured for mental, physical, and emotional changes. The group exercises showed much bigger improvements across the board than did the individuals who worked out alone. That's interesting. So if you're taking a class, you might get more benefit, I guess. The study's author says that the benefits of coming together, doing something challenging, and encouraging one another pays dividends far beyond exercise alone. That makes sense. Yeah. And finally, wait until you hear what researchers at Stanford University have done. They've debunked a longstanding myth about marijuana. Well, the myth involves medical concerns that frequent marijuana use may impair sexual desire or performance. But the Stanford experts say the exact opposite may be true. Their findings are based on an analysis of more than 50,000 Americans aged 25 to 45 and covered both sexes on and all races, ages, education levels, and income groups. What they find, Roy? The study's author says frequent marijuana use doesn't seem to impair sexual motivation or performance. In fact, he says it appears to be associated with increased sexual activity. More good news, I guess, depending on... I guess it depends on on, on, how you feel about marijuana. Anyway, the findings were published in the Journal of Sexual Medicine. Up next in our show, we're going to take an in-depth look at naturopathic medicine and how it might help you flourish. Don't forget, podcasts of this and other Healing Quest shows are available at kfbk.com, on the iHeartRadio app, and by Googling Healing Quest iHeart Podcasts. Or you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter, or you can email us at info at healingquestradio.com, or call us at 877-544-4827. I'm Roy Walkenhorst. And I'm Judy Brooks, and you're listening to Healing Quest on KFBK and iHeartRadio. Radio. 